Live from Beit Shemesh and broadcasted around the world, you are listening to the From Entrepreneur Podcast with your host, Nahum Kligman. Interviews and advice from Jewish entrepreneurs from around the world. Listen, learn, be Masliach. Welcome to episode 23 of the From Entrepreneur. Um, another great story for everybody today. I'm so interested in this. It's an interview with Yossi N from Gracian, as we'll hear. He creates handmade suits for his customers, and uh, it's just a fantastic story. I'm looking forward to this. First, I'm actually getting to uh, meet with him. And uh, I first uh, heard from him from uh, uh, Hill Fold, who uh, let me know about him, and uh, very excited to hear his story. So, uh, without further ado, Yossi, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. Very excited to tell the story. <laughs> Excellent. I mean, it's, uh, you know, it comes to, you know, unique companies, unique business ideas. The, the idea itself may not be unique, you know, custom suits, but what you bring to the table, you know, where you're creating every suit is like a new creation. It's a new painting. It's a new work of art. So why don't you tell us a little bit about your company and what you do? Okay. So uh, the name of the company is Gracian. The name comes from, in fact, the origins of my family name, which is Chen in Hebrew. And the origin, the Spanish origins of the family is uh, Gracian, which is uh, Chen for Spanish. Also, Interesting. Also, the label is part of the family origins from all documents that I found with my family. So this is with the advice of my wife. This is uh, became the name of the company. and. Um, and this is about the name. That's incredible. I mean, when it talks, when you're talking about branding and having a story about you, I mean, you're using a family emblem as your logo. You're using your family name, your history. I think that's fantastic from a branding standpoint. Uh, and, and the name fits perfectly with what you're doing. So why don't you tell us more, like, what is it you do uh, specifically? Okay, so what we do is uh, custom-made clothing. This is a service that is very become more and more common uh, throughout the world lately because of the strong demand from the customers to have personalization. In other words, people look for more personalized things to buy uh, in anything, I, I, in my opinion, and also in, in clothing. So that's why this uh, industry is growing. And so we do custom-made clothing for men and women. And uh, our products are for men, suits, pants, shirts, overcoats. And uh, for women, we have skirts, uh, trousers, uh, blouses, and uh, also suits, jackets. And every item we sell is customized for the demands of the customer. The customer chooses uh, fabric, style, design. We have our uh, fabric collections, lining collections, button collections. Everything is customized according to the customer uh, specifications. Amazing. So I want to get into details about that. Before we do, though, let's backtrack a little bit. Let's talk about your history, where you came from, where do you live now? Uh, and then we'll dig in deeper because uh, yeah, I'd love to hear more. So you, where were you born? I was born in Israel, grew up in Kfar Chabad. It's, uh, I'm sure people know where Kfar Chabad is. Sure. And, and then I, I went to school, yeshiva, Chabad yeshiva. And at a certain point, I went to army service, mm -hmm. and that was after going to college. There was the Machon Lev JCT. I went to Machon Lev. Okay, yeah. awesome. 
So I did some kind of uh, atuda, and then I joined the army, and I spent uh, almost nine years in the army. Started as, nine years. Yes, nine years. It's a long time to make a uniform. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> <laughs> so I started uh, as a paramedic, and then I became an officer, and I went through a few positions, different places in the army, all related to operational medicine. Interesting. Yeah. Because now you're a tailor. Right. <laughs> so it's like, okay, so we're going to we're gonna have to get to that. Okay, so you're in the army. Well, first of all, before the army, you said you went to uh, Mahon Leib. Yeah. So you were purposely, like you wanted to study technology, where you were a technology person. Uh, and like how did you end up going into medicine in the army? And then, you know, we'll get to tailoring in the, you know, post-army service. Yeah, I, I think that things I did doesn't necessarily have strong relation to one another. But Mahon Leib has, has uh, you know, technology orientation. And like I will tell you later that uh, my business is very, very much based on technology. It's, That's interesting. It's only possible because of uh, advanced technology, fast uh, express shipping, uh, but mostly technology. Computer system, uh, we have computer system that make the, the customer a pattern and then sending the pattern to the factory, to the cutting machine. So... Basically, it is very much based on, on technology. So, I mean, you needed that technology background. It definitely comes in to help in your business today is what you're saying. Yes, definitely. Definitely. Interesting. Okay, so you, you did the Army. You were a medic. Then you So you finished after nine years. Yeah. Were you interested in fashion design, in tailoring before you left the Army? Like, when did that happen? I can say that I always had the will to, you know, to, to dress nicely. I think like many people had difficulty in, in buying the right clothes, in have the right feet. And uh, I may be one of those people. <laughs> okay. But uh, how did I get to that? So back uh, about four or more years ago, I met a friend of mine who had a company in America who also doing uh, tailor-made clothing. Not only, they also have some chains of stores. But the when I heard about the service that a person can get the right clothing with his choice of fabric, with his choice of style and design of the garment, it sounded amazing to me. And I really, really liked the idea. And uh, so I started uh, looking into it. Uh, okay, so this, this is post-Army four years ago. Yeah. And so you're just looking... Uh... So you looked at the business aspect of me and said, hey, that's something really interesting. It's something that appeals to me and it's something that you know would appeal to others. Now, your friend is in America, but you were plan you're doing this from Israel, correct? Correct. This is a very important point because in America, for sure, also in Europe, this service uh, is very common and it's, uh, uh, people know what it is. People tailor suits. People uh, have the, they know about this. In Israel, it's basically creating a market really from from nothing mm -hmm. because I, I think there are some services similar services in Israel but not exactly like this so I, from what I understand I really I can say that I creating a market you're a pioneer in the market from what I understand yes okay so how do you even start like I mean I assume that there are certain skills that comes to manufacturing and putting together a suit or, or a shirt so why don't you walk us through the process first of all today how many employees do you have today Today, it's me, another person who is doing, focusing on sales, and another woman who is uh, doing woman, uh, woman 
products, women clothing. Right. So altogether we are three now. Three and plus computer technology. So walk us through the steps. I want a suit. I say, hey, Yossi, I heard you make awesome suits. You know, how do we do this? So I come to to you and... Uh, Great. Uh, yes. What time can you be here? <laughs> can you get done by Rosh Hashanah? <laughs> Rosh Hashanah, no. Can't be. No. <laughs> I say, come to me, Beit Shemesh. So first of all, you did the service only for people in Israel. People in Israel. I have also customers in, in America, Canada, people who were in Israel. I met them here, and then we shipped them the products in anywhere they are. Uh, it's interesting. So if tourists are coming over here, they can meet with you. You'll take all the you know, the sizes and stuff, and then you'll uh, send them the stuff in America, back in America. Yes. I also have some uh, customers uh, in Europe. And I, um, if there are one, two, three customers uh, together willing to make uh, uh, an order, I go to them as well. Oh, you'll fly to Europe even? Yes. Excellent. Interesting. Okay, so back to me. So you come to my house. You say, yeah. hey, Nachum. Right. I say, I want a suit. Mm-hmm. What do we do? So I take measurements, body measurements. Or mm-hmm. if you have a garment, a jacket, pants, shirt that you like very much the cut, we can copy the exact cut of that uh, garment that as far as measurements and after that we but measurements is done with regular tape measures or there's a specific computerized yes type thing yes as far as i know and i was uh, i checked and i saw some advanced technology uh, or some kind of, of uh, body scanners mm-hmm. uh, from what i understand the technology of body scanners is not there yet the most correct measurements taking done with simple measuring tape. Okay, interesting. Yeah. Okay, so you take my measurements, you write them all down, and I guess that's, uh, you know, from head to toe, yes. so to speak. Right. And then what? And then we go over the details of the order. I ask you, I'm trying to understand from you what is uh, that you need, uh, what kind of, of clothing you, you, you need, and then we go through the order, the fabric choice, the uh, different details of design, Pockets, uh, for, for example, men's jacket. We have a lot of styles for anything uh, that's in the garment. Pocket style, uh, f- uh, button styles, you know, single. So how does that work? I mean, do you bring, like, is it a computer? Do you bring a book of materials? Yeah, yeah. You actually touch the fabric, you feel it, you see it, and you can choose fabric according to the fabric uh, weight, the fabric uh, pattern, the fabric color. And I can choose my own buttons, my own button color, the, the material yes, of the button. Yes, you see the buttons, the button collection yourself. You can match button to a fabric. You can match a lining to a fabric. You can match a, a even pocket square, that built-in pocket square in the jacket. Some detail, wow. detail of decorations. And all, many, many more details of decoration. Buttonhole colors, etc. So you have your own suggestions. You could show me other things that people have done. And I can basically build my own suit from scratch. Any type of details that I want, you can do. Exactly. Even if you if you see a jacket uh, somewhere in in uh, over the internet that you like, you can show me the picture, and we can basically create a similar style, similar fabric. Okay, great. So I, I choose fabric for me. I choose my color. Uh, you have my sizes. I we go over how we want the suit to look, and then what? What do we what do we do from there? And then we process the order. And it takes uh, about 18 business days, okay. which is between uh, three to four weeks. And then you get the you get your order. Well, I'm saying okay, so but 
in those what happens during those three to four weeks? Yeah, you order the material. Where is the suit put together? Do you put the suit together? Do you have tailors that work for you in Israel? And like, wh- no. where's where's the magic happening? We create the pattern here in our system. Then, so I can get a unique pattern that no one else has. You do basically what we do is according to your body measurement, we create a pattern. We create a pattern for the cutting machine uh, oh, in the, yeah, in the factory. From our system, the order is sent. People usually think when they hear pattern, they think design. But we're not talking about design pattern. We're talking about uh, the, uh, the actual sizing and cutting of the material. Exactly. Pattern means the relations of the garment. Basically, uh, when I take body measurement, chest size, stomach size, and waist size, then that's how we create the pattern. Right. Exactly according to your natural measurements, natural right. fit. Okay, so do you cut the material? So I'm saying but the material you have in stock, or do you have to order it from Italy? Like, how do you, you know, I, I want this black and I want this design, and like, where do you? You'll want to know all the secret of the of the, of uh, the industry. Any, <laughs> no, no, no. Anything that's secret, I definitely don't want. But whatever you can share. Yeah, uh, I, I can say I can say that uh, the the pattern making uh, uh, part is being done in our system, and our system know how to send. The, the specific order straight to the factory to the cutting machine. We have uh, uh, production in China and, produ- okay. and production in Europe that uh, they differ mostly for the origins of the fabric. Okay. Yeah. So then it'll get you send the size, you send the material, you send exactly what you want to manufacturing in either Europe or China. They'll cut it, they'll put it all together, they'll send it back to you in Israel. Yes. And then then what happens? And then I come over to you. We make one fitting. For example, when you, if you go to a tailor, to a private tailor that will make the suit for you from scratch, you will have to come to him probably three or four times for, right. uh, in between uh, you get it. Uh, by us, we do one fitting. Uh, I can say based on the past three years that more than 95% of the, of the time, we don't need more than one fitting. If we need the fine-tuning alterations, we do them here in Israel. We have very professional tailor in Israel who take care of the alterations if needed. So you get your, your product uh, in a great, great fit. Yeah. So what do you do just in terms of uh, shotness? How does that work? So we have uh, our shotness uh, uh, professional in uh, Yerushalayim. His name is uh, Yaakov uh, from uh, Mishmeret Natan. That's the organization. Okay. And so our products come from factories that very, very much aware of uh, Shatnez and they assure, they basically, they know about it and they know that they're not supposed to, to involve any, uh, any Shatnez, but we don't trust that. Uh, we check our suits here in Israel. So you know that you get your suit uh, free of shotness. Beautiful, beautiful. Yeah. All right, this is exciting stuff. So I get now. I saw from the picture of a Hill Fold suit. You know, first of all, I had a very cool lining. So I guess you could choose whatever lining you want. But you also put in uh, his Twitter handle on the inside jacket pocket. Yes. Was that something that was done overseas? That was something that you did here. And can anybody do that? Or is this just like a special for Hill? <laughs> no, 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 no. Every customer who gets every customer gets his suit with our label and customer name inside the label. You wow. spell your name and you're gonna get it written down. 
That's very cool. So let's just talk uh, when like it sounds like a very expensive process. They're very expensive. Like how much does the average suit cost? How much does the average shirt cost? Okay, uh, our suit start from six hundred hundred and fifty dollars, which is about two thousand seven hundred shekel right. for two pieces suit, and they go up according to fabric choice. We have oh, okay. we have uh, our basic uh, fabric collection that are suitable for every day uh, for anything that you need. Uh, and then we have uh, more collections of fabric, uh, luxury fabrics. We buy directly from uh, a few very, very big, famous Italian fabric makers like uh, uh, Ceruti, Italy, Loropiana, Italy, uh, Zenia. We buy uh, from them fabric for you. If you. So we're getting top of the line Italian fabrics. Yes. You, you, we have we carry we have our the collection you can see the fabric and once you choose the fabric we buy we get it especially uh, for you and what what are some of the uh, luxury fabrics that you're talking about what are the in st- in style fabrics or the luxury fabrics that uh, people are buying today I assume general general suits are made from wool yes I want to say that all our all of our fabric collections starting from the basic collection which is already in, in a very high high standard uh, mm-hmm. all made only of natural fiber in other words uh, li- uh, cotton wool no polyester no synthetic uh, f- uh, fabric at all wow. uh, yeah so what's like a luxury material uh, for example we have the seasonal collection from Zenia Italy it's called the Anteprima collection it comes out twice a year summer and winter and they have fabulous fabrics uh, they specialize in silk and in silk uh, combinations wool silk for example and they have beautiful patterns uh, all colors this is i think one of our nicest collection the Zenia Anteprima collection you can find their heavy silk uh, fabric to make a, a coat for the winter and you can find very very lightweight with with a beautiful patterns to make a sport jacket uh, summer jackets, very nice. Do you do custom uh, bekashas? Uh, we do. I do a lot of the kapota. The kapota be- right. becomes very common today. I'm talking about the Lubavitch uh, kapota. Mm-hmm. That uh, I think I see many, many more people. Not only Lubavitch. I think the the Lubavitch Rebbe started wearing uh, uh, the kapota. Uh, right. I don't know about fifty or sixty years ago. Uh, so it be, it became the the symbol of of uh, Chabad. But today I see many many more people uh, wearing a kapota. The one character of the kapota you can identify it is that it has long vent in the back. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, the origin of this garment they used to call it the Prince Albert riding jacket because oh, it's, yeah it's armor, okay. because it has a long vent in the back to get easily on a horse. So uh, that's where it comes from. So we make a lot of uh, kapotas. But the big Rebbe bekashas with the crazy patterns and stuff, that you haven't done. I made the uh, once uh, the typical uh, Yerushalmi coat. Right. And uh, it's nice. I mean, it, it's not very price uh, competitive with what uh, there is in, in the market for those uh, coats. Right. But uh, we can do that. Beautiful. 
First of all, so do you have any well-known clients that you've worked with? Have you done any uh, uh, suits for Netanyahu? Or, uh... Netanyahu is uh, my neighbor, and we really? will get to him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I work with uh, three, four top Israeli law firms. For example, uh, Weinrot in Tel Aviv. Right. Uh, Yaakov Weinrot is, uh, is a customer of us. And we have also a Goldfarb Zeligman law firm. We have uh, Menachem Toker, if you know, a customer. Mendy Jarufi, I'm sure you know. Yes, and more to, and more to come. Very cool. Very awesome. Okay, so this is uh, really great stuff. So what's, I mean, you said you're like a three-man team now. You're, are you happy where you are? What are the plans for the future? Like if you want to expand this, are you looking to expand? Are you, are you just like happy with what you're doing? Happy, yes. Looking for more, for sure. I want to hire in in the short term. What I will want to do is to hire. I would say about uh, three more uh, salespeople to focus on sales, and right. this is in the short term. And uh, also to expand and to go into uh, women uh, products. Uh, by the way, my, our our women products uh, are very suitable for uh, you know the Haredi woman. Because they are all conservative, classic, um, you know, sneezedic uh, clothing. So awesome. they, they match very much the requirements of the religious uh, Haredi uh, woman, especially right. in, our, in our times where, where, you know, what the market has to offer usually don't match those requirements. Right, that is true. And that is true. In the long term, so, yeah. uh, my dream is to develop production in Israel. This is really my dream. Uh, it, it, I mean, it's a dream, but it's all, already on the process. And, cool. You know, the Israeli uh, textile industry hardly exists today. Yeah, I know. I was in the um, apparel industry for a couple of years recently. And, you know, I ended up manufacturing in China, which was an incredible nightmare. Like, you can't believe. And I, I wanted to do it in Israel. And uh, I tried doing it in Israel, but there really was nobody to work with here. One, I went to one company, uh, I forgot where, that manufactured some T-shirts and stuff, but the pricing was just uh, almost two and a half times what it would have cost me in, in China. Right. But uh, there definitely is a need for for uh, textiles yeah. here in Israel. So from what uh, from what I understand, China. the textile industry in Israel is not doesn't exist because there's high labor in, uh, required and also relatively low margins. Uh, right. But uh, there's something different in in my business. That uh, can be the margins are wide enough that you could uh, create beautiful products, custom products. Because people are paying for the custom, the exactly. the knowledge, the know-how, the sizing, the beauty. Exactly. So the, and also, we we plan we plan to sell we sell to the customer directly from factory. Uh, you get your suit with minimum, uh, you know, minimum in between uh, expenses. So you basically get your suit directly from factory. Mm-hmm. So that's why I. Would like to go towards that, uh, right? Yeah, that's it. Yvonne, where do you, where do you work from now? You live in Yerushalayim. I live in Yerushalayim, yes. All oh, right, you said next to uh, Netanyahu. Yes, the neighborhood of Rechavia. Beautiful. Yeah. So why don't you share with us uh, maybe some of the, the any challenges that you had and how you overcame them? I guess in starting or growing this, uh, you know, this business. Yeah, uh, challenges. I think the main challenges when main challenge in creating such a business was to create the market and to be patient enough for the sales to reach, uh, uh, you know, an even point. 
Right. And especially in such a, a business that is a bit complicated, the operation. So uh, the, I think that, yes, the main challenge was to be... To create an industry, to create a market for it, I guess. I mean... Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So how did you do that? Because like, how did you get started? Right, you're, you're right. No, people weren't looking around and searching, hey, I want a custom suit in Israel. I want custom shirts. So... But there, obviously, there are definitely people out there that would want it if they even if they knew it existed. Mm-hmm. So, how did you uh, overcome that in the beginning? I think a lot of persistence, a lot of uh, believing in the products uh, that I'm selling. I really have zero pshara, uh, zero compromises with with the quality of the products, the quality of the feet, the quality of the materials. And I went uh, to my customers one after the other, presented the service. Uh, and today I can say that more than 60, 70% of our sales come from existing customers. In other words, once uh, people experience our service, they, they buy for life. They buy, they buy. They, they like the service. Many customers tell me that once they buy our products, they, they, it's very hard for them uh, to, to buy anything else in, in the store. Uh, <laughs> right. Yeah. That's great. So I guess you have a lot of word of mouth marketing as well. 95%. <laughs> I, I, we hardly, we, I don't have advertising budget. Hardly. So it's just really weird. So, I mean, your, I guess your advertisement is your quality products. People see it, people appreciate it, and then they'll just naturally tell their friends that, hey, you know. Exactly. If you want a great quality suit, a great quality shirt or pants or whatever it is, then uh, Yossi's the guy to contact. Exactly, because uh, the, our products carry a lot of value, a lot of value. And I prefer to put the most of the resources in the quality of the products uh, other than, than uh, invest in, in advertisement and stuff like that. Yeah. Right. Okay, so one last question and then we'll, we'll call the show. But uh, and then it's really, you know, I want to thank you for coming on the show and for taking, uh, you know, busy time for your busy season uh, to share your story with us. Mm-hmm. It's really, really great. Uh, what would you say, like, you have, what would your advice be to other entrepreneurs out there, people that have an idea and they have a dream and they want to do so? What, what advice would you have to give them? I can obviously tell for only from my own uh, experience. I would say first thing is to be sure that about the quality and about the nature of your product and then requires a lot of persistence a lot of persistence hmm. i think this is the most important thing persistence persistence not giving up and exactly. quality exactly yeah awesome all right well you know what i thank you so much for your time this has really been great i love you know i love your story i love the product i'm definitely gonna be a customer of yours soon you know i'd love to meet you in person i guess the best way to do that is to buy a suit but I'm excited. I'm excited about what you're doing. And, you know, Bezat Hashem, you should have continued Hatzlacha Mazel in your business and, uh, you know, continued success. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Nahum. I really want to thank you for contacting me and for uh, doing this. Uh, it's a pleasure. Thank you very much. It's my honor, Yassi. Take care. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the From Entrepreneur Podcast with Nahum Kligman. We hope you learned something valuable and will share this with your friends. For show notes, archives of previous episodes, and more information to help you start and grow your business, please visit our website, www.fromentrepreneur.com. Listen, learn, be Masliach.